Did either team really want to win this game? The Minnesota Wild ended up winning it 4-1. to one. We discuss everything that happens in today's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Welcome into a Locked On Wild postcast as we are definitely after dark, uh, after a uh, win over the Anaheim Ducks by a score of 4-1. to one. Seth Topal breaking the action down for you, and let's just kind of cut to the chase. That was, uh, by definition, how do the kids say it? F around and find out. Uh, the Wilds completed one half of that equation as they just... They, again, made things way too difficult uh, against an Anaheim Ducks team that has struggled this year, that is starting an AHL goalie after injuries to both John Gibson and Anthony Stolarz. Uh, the Wild did everything that we talked about in our pregame in looking at this matchup. They took some bad penalties. They... Gave up three different breakaway opportunities for the Ducks, one of which ended up in a goal. And it just was the one thing that we said you couldn't do against a team like Anaheim is just kind of skate through the motions and hope that somebody was going to make a play in order to uh, to come away with the win. And as a result, the Wilds found themselves trailing one nothing in the second period. And if not for Marc-Andre Fleury looking real good to start in this one, it could very well have been a loss for the Wild, uh, or at least one of those weird overtime or shootout results that seem to happen so often against this uh, Anaheim Ducks team. So thankfully for the Wild, the Anaheim Ducks were in a giving mood and gave them the game. Uh, So the Wild are able to keep their winning streak going. It's six straight wins now, 19-11-2 for the Minnesota Wild. They've won 11 of 14. They are uh, 10-3 since acquiring Ryan Reeves. And so continuing to pick up wins. But still, I go back to the stuff that we said you couldn't do in this one to, uh, to try to make it more difficult than it needed to be. Uh, The power play, for one. That first power play that the Wild were on, in which they spent the first 50 seconds of the power play just passing along the perimeter, it it looked like a team that just was, was hoping to kind of get in and out with as little effort needed so that they could uh, could go beat the San Jose Sharks tomorrow night and uh, and make it a 2-0 uh, road trip before the break. It looked like a team that maybe was already on the break. And so the Wild overcame all of that. A few of the just weirdest goals you'll ever see. Uh, that first goal for Connor Dewar, I don't know how that one got through. Uh, the second goal for Matt Boldy off of a deflection. Another one of those weird, how did that get through goals? And then you have uh, the Jewel Erickson Eck deflection power play goal. And then you have the Ryan Hartman empty netter 
to uh, seal it for the Minnesota Wild. And so it's it's amazing how your tune kind of changes over the course of a game if you go from trailing in a game you have no business trailing in to then putting together a third period in which you uh, you really don't leave any doubt as to the result. And to the Wilds' credit, early on in this game, they looked really good. They were just dominating zone time. They held the Ducks to three shots in the first period. And so you leave the first period saying to yourself, okay, everything past the smell test there, past the eye test, the Wild had a ton of looks, just weren't able to get any in the net. Anaheim looked like the tired team. And then in the second period, it completely flipped to the point that Anaheim had all the momentum in that second period. And they end up getting the goal. The Wild are kind of fighting it for a little while. But as soon as Connor Dewar got the equalizer, order seemed to be restored. And uh, the Wild ended up coming away with the win. So let's talk about the things that we liked in this one. Because you know I've harped enough on the things that we didn't like. Um, good to see Ryan Hartman get a goal, get back on the score sheet because he has looked, he has looked good since he returned to the lineup, uh, from injury. And, uh, he, he looked at home with Matt Boldy and Freddie Goudreau. Matt Boldy had a three point night. He looked really good. And so if that line combo continues to kind of figure it out and put it together, and to play some really good minutes, then you look at the equation and you say, okay, well, how long until Hartman is um, is elevated to the top line again with Kaprizov and Zuccarello? Um, for those that are, are hoping for that result, I hate to break it to you, but Sam Steele just continues to not give away that spot. He, he had a, a real nice game against his former team, nearly potted a goal, but was just continuing to do what he brings to that Kaprizov and Zuccarello line, which is speed, the ability to get to a spot in a hurry, and you have two really good passers in Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello that can get him the puck when needed. But he generates too many battles, and he just he will go fight some of those battles along the boards that Kaprizov and Zuccarello then don't need to. And so he just has been a really good fit on that line with Kaprizov and Zuccarello. So liked seeing the Kaprizov line, even though they didn't score in this one. It's the first time they haven't in like four games. So you're not gonna you're not gonna score every game and Zuccarello was on a ten game scoring streak. Uh Kaprizov has has had points in almost every game this season. And so you're going to have nights where they don't factor into the scoring. The Boldy line tonight was the one that picked up the slack. And so that was good to see. Marc-Andre Fleury has to be the far and away star in this one because he kept the Wild in it early. If not for the Mason McTavish breakout goal, he no blemishes on his line. And he had to face a ton of shots especially in that second period when the Ducks took control of momentum and uh, they they had it for quite a bit there 
um, down the uh, down the stretch run in that second period. But Flurry kept the Wild in it. Did not um, did not wilt after that. He faced two other breakaway opportunities and he denied them. So Flurry did great. He continues to play really well. That's now three goals he's allowed over his last three starts. And the Wild, I I think, hopefully learned a valuable lesson in this one tonight that you can't let teams that you are better than, you can't let them stick around. You have to do to them what you did to the likes of Chicago. Montreal earlier in the season. Just convincing win, no drama, and move on to the next one. Because the Wild do have another game. Uh, coming up here, and so it's a back-to-back for the Wild as they continue their unbeaten streak against teams on the back-to-back. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about the San Jose Sharks as well as we continue today's Locked on Wild postcast after this. Today's Locked on Wild postcast is brought to you by BetOnline.net. They're your number one source for sports betting info plus stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup, they've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline where... The game starts. This message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you are wrong. Your friends can tell. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents can tell. Everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you are not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Continuing today's Locked on Wild postcast, Minnesota Wild beat the Anaheim Ducks by a score of 4-1, to one, a little later edition of the postcast here um, tonight. And looking ahead to what the Wild have on the schedule um, tonight, they will take on the San Jose Sharks, and so it'll be the second game of a back-to-back for the Minnesota Wild. But much like... Their undefeated record now 6-0-0 against teams on the second night of a back-to-back. The Wild are undefeated when they are on the second night of a back-to-back as well. They are 5-0-0 on the season so far. They play a Sharks team that is going to be without one of their top players in Tomas Hurdle. He's serving a two-game suspension. So he will be out of the lineup. James Reimer potentially injured for the, the Sharks, and so he will be potentially out of the lineup, which means we could potentially see Capo Kakinen, uh, former Wilds goalie in net for the Sharks. Of course, you have the old friend, 
watch with Nick Benino and Nico Sturm, Luke Cunnan also, uh, as you can hear in uh, tomorrow's crossover episode of Lockdown Wild and Lockdown Sharks. Luke Cunnan also was on the roster, but he was put on injured reserve, so he will not play. But still, former Wild players on the roster for the Sharks. And really, it comes down to the you know the names of, of players that the Wild are going to need to keep an eye on in this one. Eric Carlson, who leads defensemen in points. He is a lethal weapon for this team on the, uh, the power play. But as we'll talk about in our preview of uh, the game against San Jose, you wouldn't believe it based off of how their season has gone so far, which is poorly. The San Jose Sharks, one of the best penalty-killing teams in the NHL. They are currently number two in the league at 84.2% on the penalty kill. And so for the Wilds, in this matchup, if they approach their power play like they did against the Anaheim Ducks, San Jose is going to take that all day. Because if you just pass around the perimeter and aren't looking to really shoot it, you're helping them do their job. And we've seen this team do this from time to time. I mean, they, they did this against the Anaheim Ducks the last time the Wild did a back-to-back that game that they ended up winning against the Ducks in a shootout. They came out against Dallas, and they uh, they looked pretty good to start. They did end up getting out to a 5-1 lead. We know what happened after that. So this is not Dallas, first and foremost. This is not the Dallas Stars that the Wild are playing. It's the San Jose Sharks. And so if you get out to that type of lead, you should be able to hold it against this team. And so uh, we'll see. I would imagine, though, the Wilds uh, got plenty of a pep talk after what happened, especially in that second period. Like, if you take the bookends of what we saw against Anaheim, you're okay with the result. But that second period was just so bad and so teetered on the brink of the Wild losing control in that game and not being able to get it back. But thankfully, they did what they needed to do, and uh, the Wild picked up their sixth win in a row, um, 4-1 to one, over the Anaheim Ducks. That will conclude tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast, so thank you to everybody who tuned in. We will do that one again tomorrow night after the game against the Sharks, and uh, we'll continue to do these throughout the rest of the season as well, so make sure you are following along with Lockdown Wild on your favorite podcast platforms. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. So make sure to tune in, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss out on any info on your favorite Minnesota hockey team. We're keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.